Does your soul call for a life overseas? Is your mind curious about traveling abroad for professional or life-changing experiences? Or you just have a tingling sensation of experiencing the unknown? Hello world, this is Joshua Best, your host of Why We Travel, the podcast where we take a deep dive into exactly that, the motivations behind why we travel and the stories behind it. Today, you're listening to Season 1, Episode 8, Why We Travel, Nomad by Design. Nomad by Design is a personal philosophy turned business venture incubated when I did my own personal reprieve in Thailand, away from Bangkok and onward to Pattaya. After spending years on the road living in other countries with people encouraging me to share my experiences and me trying to figure out for myself the best way to become a true digital nomad while building financial freedom, it finally all came together when I decided to launch my own e-course titled Nobad by Design. Here's my story. Today will be a solo episode with yours truly where I cover three things. Getting right into it, first is what I'll call my inception in and perception of Patea, Thailand. I'll get more into this another time, but really I think there's a lot of parallels between traveling and dating. Key one being that, as we all know, oftentimes it takes having different experiences with different people to really fine tune what you want. Likewise, I believe going to different cities around the world helps fine tune the best environment or the best city for you, what resonates with you the most. And so the reason Patia, one of the things that drew me there was it's a city near the water. When I was on remote year as a program leader, I was taking 33 people around the world as their sole person in charge for a year, going to a new country every month. There were a couple of times I got burnt out, right? And so the first time I, I had two real solo vacations from the group. The first is what I called my winter reprieve is when I went to Amsterdam and Amsterdam took me by surprise. I just knew red light district and weed. <laughs> but when I went there, there were so many canals and just other beautiful things that it really made me refresh, especially the fact that it was a global city. Then again, I called my spring getaway was when we were in Japan, living in Kyoto, broke away from the group, went to Yokohama. And when I was in Yokohama by myself, I was at the bay and I, was, I really felt refreshed and recharged. And so back in 2021, after I had spent a little over a year in Bangkok due to the pandemic, I just knew I wanted a break. I knew I needed to recharge. I wanted to reset for a number of reasons. But one that really pertains to what this is about is I had always told myself, I knew I was trying to be an entrepreneur for a while. And then I said, once I hit X, Y, and Z, once I obtain these goals, it's time to really take the next step. I hit those things, took the next step, and then I was like, all right, it's time to break away from my environment. Because of COVID and the restrictions in Bangkok at the time or the restriction in Thailand at the time, different provinces had different things. And so the gym I was going to in Bangkok closed down, but they had a branch in Pattaya that was open. Likewise, Pattaya is the one of the closer beach cities to Bangkok. It's only about two hours away, sometimes less than that. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go there and I'm just going to go to the gym. I'm going to get a nice trainer and I'm going to break away from like the community I developed here for a minute and just start fresh. It was the first time in my life where I really felt like I had a great daily routine. And so I had the goal of going to Pattaya and just making my time there. I was like, okay, I knew I was going to go home back to the US, but I was, I'm going to spend two months in Pattaya and I'm going to set my intentions on exactly the experience I'm going to get out of it. And the experience I'm going to get out of it is going to be a holistic reset 
about, you know, my career, my health, my relationships, so on and so forth. And so what I ended up doing is exactly that. I was like, this is a time to break away and to then develop all the habits I needed to do or just kind of develop the right mindset I needed to do before I then get back into life. And it actually reminds me of a rites of passage, right? When we think of a rites of passage, it's normally about joining a community. But really and truly, I think a rites of passage could actually help you have your own rites of passage into like the next phase of your personal life. So there's like three phases of rites of passage, right? There's separation, which is basically leaving what's most familiar to you, <laughs> you know, leaving your community, your daily routines, etc. And then you have a transition phase, where you're learning new things, uh, developing just kind of a new frame of mind, a new paradigm, and then return, going back to what you knew before, but as this new person. So I set up Patia to be my own rites of passage into the next step into what I wanted, right? So in order to get my career goal in terms of being an entrepreneur, I took an e-course on how to have an e-course. I got a branding coach, all while maintaining the full-time job I had. I got a personal trainer. He was great. Shout out to Pump at Muscle Factory. I hope to have him in on the podcast at some point. But then likewise, with the trainer, I was working out twice a day, You know, doing 5K, 10K runs in the morning, and then just maybe then following up with one to two hour gym sessions in the afternoon. I lost, I believe, like 10 kilograms in two months. But then also to just I then was more conscious and mindful of the relationships and not just romantic friendships, professional that I have to make sure a lot of these things were alignment. So let's just call it that, an alignment period. It wasn't the first time in life that I did that, but to me, it just really reiterated exactly one of the key powerful transformational tools of travel. The fact that if you're mindful about it, if you are intentional about it, it is a great way to Again, break away from what you know and to accomplish certain intentions so that when you go back to your daily life that you had before, you know, it gave you that time to manifest or like to elevate yourself into the next person. Uh, the second thing is why an e-course? Why out of all the entrepreneurial endeavors one can do, you chose an e-course? That's a really good question. Uh, and I'm actually still going to find out soon because I haven't launched it yet, but essentially, I knew for years that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I admittedly, I didn't study business and I'm very much a more of a humanity, save the world kind of person. I worked in international development, higher education. I worked at on National Human Trafficking Resource Center. But I, I was like, I, I know that one, just for economic freedom, but then also for my own autonomy, I have to be an entrepreneur. It's just like the best way to be. But furthermore, I even learned that as a creative person, I wanted to create something for myself. So I had looked into a lot of different things. I could actually think of like a crypto company I was thinking about, a type of salon. <laughs> it's kind of like funny now to think about it. But I also looked into like popular tracks such as digital marketing, digital advertising, drop shipping, you name it, right? And so while experimenting and learning about different things, before I settled exactly on an e-course, I realized that I started seeing a trend, especially with those that wanted to become a digital nomad. And I felt like, let's say the root of this trend is what Esther Perel describes as the identity economy. 
The identity economy at work doesn't ask, what am I going to do next? Esther Perel states, it asks, who am I going to be next? Right? So holding on to that for a second. Then also just economists in general describes the knowledge economy that we're in. And the knowledge economy is a system of consumption and production that is based on intellectual capital. More layman's terms is, it's just, we live in a much more white collar society where it's really about the knowledge versus having an emphasis on what you can do with your hands as we did before. So kind of combining them, I realized that we live in a day and an era where if you have knowledge and or experiences that helps people connect with and identify in a way to help them have their own fulfillment, you can make a lot of money while also feeling good about yourself because you're reinforcing your own identity. And then it makes perfect sense then why you have a lot of people becoming one-on-one coaches, doing e-courses, and even influencers online. Another way to look at them as is as thought leaders, for example, right? And then so I was like, okay, cool. Because I'm not a natural business person, let me try something that already has a path laid out for me, but in a way that'll work for me. And then where I could then turn my personal experiences into something of value for other people. And so, yeah, essentially, <laughs> I was like, I then chose an e-course because I also like that over, for example, one-on-one coaching, which I still plan on doing, but at least starting with e-courses, essentially because I could reach more people that way. And who are the people I'm trying to reach? Well, let's say going back to the framework of the identity economy, I identify with people who are nurtured by international experiences, plain and simple. In my humble opinion, the best parts of being a digital nomad, but not even just being a digital nomad, the best part of traveling the world is building relationships with people with different perspectives. And it gives you the ability to change your environment to suit your needs. And that growth that happens when you do those things is impeccable. It's remarkable. It's hard for me to compare anything else to it. So people was often asked me why I didn't make travel content sooner, like over the years of me traveling. And the honest answer was mainly because I always felt like the best parts of travel for me were things that were hard to capture in a picture. That's why I'm starting to like this podcast platform, or that's why I like an educational platform. And so speaking of an educational platform, that leads me to the third thing, which is what is it? What is this educational platform, Nomad by Design, that you plan on launching? So Nomad by Design, it's inspired by, of course, my life experiences, as I said, whereas I've been to over 38 countries, 15 of them I lived in for a month or more. The longest ones or the most notable ones is Thailand, which was, wow, actually nearly three years if I think about it. Australia, which was two years. Of course, I'm born and raised in the US. And I also spent months living in Panama and Vietnam. And all that being said is going on an international trip or just traveling the world in general is a lot, right? And it's a lot in a way where you can't really put words to it. And there's some of us that naturally just want to dive in and do it uh, and figure it out as we go. But then I notice a lot of people when I'm talking to them, they just find it daunting, right? Or also too is they know they want something deeper when they go and they know they want to have that, I guess, let's say depth within themselves to be prepared to go or to properly hone in on that experience. So essentially, 
what I ended up doing was taking all my travel experiences, in addition to my experience as a community manager at a travel company, as a program leader, shepherding people around the world, as a global mobility specialist, which is basically a certification on helping corporations relocate their employees from one country to another. Everything you have to consider from taxes to, you know, cultural awareness to relocating your things, your, you know, visas, so on and so forth. And just personal experiences from, you know, personal development, spirituality, you name it. And putting that all together in a way that helps people prepare for a life abroad to get the most out of their experiences. So essentially, as it is right now, the course will be six weeks of developing tools to help you with the following. So first, we begin with the thing you must do before you even leave, packing light. Quite literally, people, there's a lot of anxiety, I notice where about how do I pack for abroad, especially if you plan to go abroad for an extended period of time. How do I master the art of packing as little as possible or while being prepared for everything that I need, right? So we address that for sure. Meanwhile, at the very same time, dive into the concept of packing light in terms of like you yourself, not everyone, but a lot of us. When you travel abroad, we hope that we're just going to leave things behind emotionally, spiritually, right? And so, but at the end of the day, no matter where you go in the world, there you're at, right? So when it comes to packing light, it's first being aware of that. And letting go of certain things you need to leave behind and being intentional about that, right? It's actually largely inspired by, you know, one of my favorite songs, Erica Badu, Bag Lady. But essentially, she's talking about using a metaphor of a bag lady and someone being weighed down and it's preventing them and it's inhibiting them in certain ways. When you start your journey, you don't want to be inhibited by any limiting beliefs or other things that might be holding you back. So then we also have a clear vision and direction on where you're going. Again, I wouldn't have gotten so much out of my Pattaya experience if I didn't have a clear intention on doing so. Then we also figure out what kind of traveler are you? So there's a lot of terms thrown around. A lot of people don't know. What's the difference between an expat and a digital nomad? Maybe you're not even an expat or digital nomad. Like Most of my countries that I've been to have been through work. And I would actually say most of it was business travel, right? And what's the difference between business travel and the tourism? So we go through all of those things that help you figure out what kind of traveler you are or you aspire to be and what makes most sense for you. Similarly, when we go abroad, oftentimes it's easy to just kind of get what you need and go back. But then especially if you want to be there for a longer time, sometimes just a very real reality. Sometimes people get lost in their experiences or they kind of forgot, you know, why they set out what they did in the first place. So then we talk about having an anchor, which is a powerful internal tool for staying grounded as soon as you get to where you need to go. This is important because a lot of us have things at home that help us stay grounded without us even thinking about it, whether it's our family, another type of community we're in, the job we have, so on and so forth. But then when you go abroad, when you uproot yourself to a new country, you need to develop something else that keeps you grounded. And then, of course, the best way to handle the period of instability is being stable within yourself, right? So then there's part of living a life abroad or living the world is freedom. At the end of the day, we live in a capitalist society, right? And so a key part of freedom is being financially free. 
So in this journey, we also talk about how you develop financially freedom or how other people that live this lifestyle make money, save money, having a healthy relationship with money. But then again, in a literal sense, it's how do you save money as a digital nomad, you name it. And then we're also going to build your cultural agility. So, so basically, when you go abroad, naturally, you're going to come across new cultures. And cultural agility is actually a concept developed by a Northeastern professor I love. Her name is Dr. Paula Caglieri, and she talks about cultural agility, what it is, how to develop your own cultural competency, and why employers are looking for it. So, so all that being said, we're going to cover a lot of things. A lot of it is going to be this simple, obvious travel preparedness, how to pack, applying for the right visas, what kind of visas you need, how traveling can help you save money on your taxes. How do you navigate foreign countries? How do you navigate new cultures? Where is the most relevant place for you to go, right? But then at the same time, we're going to have certain personal development exercises and tools so that you're just prepared not only for travel, but for life. Because at the end of the day, traveling and becoming a nomad is highly beneficial. I like to describe a nomad as a person who travels with purpose as a way to grow, explore cultures, and find fulfillment in making a living. I believe in having three values. One, travel, moving with a purpose from one place to another, culture, growing with people through intercultural experiences, and connection, connecting with what you do and those who have shared interests. And so that is the heart of Nomad by Design. Me helping you, helping the world, and even helping myself be better nomads. So together with this brand I started, why we travel and know by, by design, together they're essentially my very public and vulnerable story of me evolving into an entrepreneur while paying it forward by helping others incorporate travel into their life, developing the mental and spiritual fortitude required to live life on the road, and ultimately foster a community of like-minded global citizens. And if you're listening to this, I'm sure that is you in some way or another. And I want to simply say thank you for being part of this journey with me. Love this episode? Head over to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to join us next week for another amazing episode of Why We Travel.